Got a whole lot of loving just for you. I got all this loving, but I just want you. Hello, and welcome to Heller Radio. My name is Nora Rose. I'm Sally. And I'm Kate. And we need to talk about Destiel. Um, as I mentioned last week, we've got some serious uh, girl power in these episodes. Um, first, we have uh, episode 12, Various and Sundry Villains. Dean falls victim to a couple of witches, sisters Jamie and Jenny Plum, who managed to steal a powerful book of spells from the Winchester brothers. When Sam and Dean go after the book, they get help from a powerful and surprising ally when Rowena, back from the dead, intervenes to assist them. And then we have episode 13, Devil's Bargain. Sam, Dean, and Castiel search for Lucifer, who, meanwhile, strikes an unlikely deal with a local faith healer named Sister Joe. Asmodeus inches closer to finding Jack. Yeah. So, I love that they call her Sister Joe and not NIL in this summary, but... (laughs) 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 Um, One short little bit of trivia... Um, have either of you watched The Umbrella Academy? Unfortunately, no. Uh, I, have I would seen, highly like, recommend it. I have seen a big chunk of season one, and I did not enjoy it, so I didn't finish it. <laughs> okay, valid. Um, the uh, older sister of the witches, uh, Jamie... Um, is uh, in the Umbrella Academy as Grace, or Mom. Oh. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, I, I loved these scenes with Cass and Lucifer. Yeah. Because it just exuded brother energy. Oh my god, so much so much brotherly sass on Cass's part. <laughs> Delightful. I just generally enjoy when Cass is allowed by the writers to be bitchy. Like, <laughs> that is a, that's a look. Uh, yeah. Um but it also was making me think of uh and don't judge me because I can't remember the title of this episode. But uh, the last episode with Ellen and Joe. Oh, yeah. Um, And that was the first episode that we saw Cass and Lucifer interact. Right. Yeah. And and there was such there's such a difference between then Especially because back then, Lucifer was this big, scary guy who was going to end the world. And, like, it seemed like Cass was a bit scared of him, too. But now, 
that we've gone through several apocalypses. <laughs> yeah. It's just like Lucifer is old hat now. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's so interesting that you mentioned that because it's like so interesting to think how how Cass is now less afraid of Lucifer and like in comparison to like Ruena who was kind of, you know, not really scared of him at first, but now she's properly terrified of him. Yeah. Yeah. Like the first time we've really seen her scared. Yeah. 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 Um So we all love the uh the love spell thing because it's fucking hilarious but also let's be real here it's also super awkward and embarrassing like if you have a problem with secondhand embarrassment don't watch this episode (laughs) i just i just love that they have like this signature murder weapon yeah. This huge ass <laughs> hammer because their mom was like, Yeah, you know, like, don't make anybody suspect that you're like killing them with magic. So make, make yeah. it look like an accident. I don't know. Yeah. Um, that was a nice touch. Like, you could yeah. just have a gun or a knife <laughs> or a normal weapon. No, giant sledgehammer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, there is also something so cartoony about it, especially when like yeah. the, the victims are or like you're not pursing their lips waiting to be kissed and like closing <laughs> their eyes and like this yeah. huge just hammers about to knock them down it's just it's, it's funny uh, i love how i i love the entire scene when dean comes home and sam's just sort of like what the fuck is going on (laughs) yeah but but i particularly like the detail of as dean is walking in he's whistling yeah (laughs) yes (laughs) yeah well i love that he he comes up to sam and he's like i'm in love and then sam's face is like okay finally we can talk about you and cat and then he's (laughs) like she's amazing and (laughs) and sam is like excuse (laughs) (laughs) you don't know anyone else (laughs) yeah i love that he's like yeah i'm thinking about moving her into the bunker i'm like you literally met her like three minutes ago Also, just imagine moving your girlfriend of three minutes into this, like, secret organization base underground. Like, how would that go? (laughs) Oh, man. And then then when Sam tries to stop him and, you know, also saves his life uh, when Dean meets up back with the girls... Um, the, the fighting in, that they do in this episode is so childish and brotherly and amazing. And it reminds me of, um, I think it's the Trickster's first episode. Yeah. Where they're fighting like that. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's amazing. I love yeah. when the show reminds us that they're brothers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. They actually act like it. Oh, we have to mention the good boys get a kiss line. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's insane every time. <laughs> You know that Dean has a praise kink, and they just <laughs> fed right into that. <laughs> and he's just so cute standing there waiting to be kissed. It's just, like, adorable. It's so good. Uh, and then Rowena shows up. Yeah. Which just... I think... I think what you were talking about early Sally earlier Sally was um a good a good point about her uh being absolutely scared shitless about Lucifer um and I think that this death of hers here is a huge turning point in her becoming like a real ally yeah yeah i also i also think that when when she's asking about crawley and is like properly upset about yes. him being dead like for once she really means it because uh, because she, because of how Lucifer killed her, literally made her clearly reevaluate stuff. So it's just like I feel it's like a genuine emotion, and like the whole scene between her and Sam in the car is just I I can't believe what I'm saying, but it's such a good acting. Like it's it's such a good scene, and like Ruthie yeah. like really elevates everything about it. Just incredible. You are like really. There and you are really invested in it. I remember watching this uh, the first time, and this is like where I kind of grew aware of this whole relationship between Sam and Ruina. Like I knew that people were shipping them, but I was like, yeah, I don't know. People ship Gabriel and Sam, and they have interacted for two seconds. So and I was like, <laughs> I was thinking this was the same kind of ship, you know. But then it really grew on me, like to, during this season, and then. I don't know when she finally then dies or becomes um, the ruler of hell at some point. Mm -hmm. It does happen. I don't know which season, but like it was. It's season 15. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was this whole relationship between them. It just like started growing from here. It was because I felt like this was a very sincere talk between them and also like their shared experience because of I mean Sam says so that he also has issues and like nightmares or just like remembers how it was like to be you know possessed by Lucifer or under his spell whatever yeah 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 I completely forgot they had that conversation and that Sam actually says hey I've I still have nightmares about it it's just like okay good good callback to things that have previously happened i, I mean it's so interesting that like the all these romantic relationships in supernatural are built on like these shared experiences and uh i mean you know who else has <laughs> a shared fucking experience 
on this fucking show. It was a lot of fucking story. But like, oh uh, yeah, obviously. Um, yeah. Demon cast, like tons of it. Like hell, purgatory, what else? I don't know. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I love going back to Cass and Lucifer. Uh, I love the whole thing that starts with how about I tell you a few truths about your son? Yes. Yeah. He's such a dad. I love it. Yeah. He knows Jack and he's using his knowledge of Jack to piss off Lucifer at the same time. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I love that one of the things he says is that uh, Jack doesn't even look like Lucifer. Yeah. Because Alex looks a lot like Misha. Yes. Yeah, but but it's like, it's the funny thing is that he says that and then he continues that he reminds a lot, uh, he reminds him a lot of Kelly, which is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like they they never mentioned that he is like basically a copy of Cass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like he really doesn't look like Kelly at all. He just looks like Misha's. <laughs> it was also a nice moment because he's done that before when he's talked to Lucifer. But he said earlier he said Jack favors the mother. And then this time he says his mother. Yeah. Yeah. And it's much more familiar. And it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) My next thing is back to uh, the brothers and Rowena. um, Where... I know what's coming. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> Where Rowena is like, did they get to fifth base? <laughs> and, and Dean's like, there's no such thing as fifth base. And he just looks kind of like horrified. <laughs> and Rowena just says, oh, you poor sheltered boy. <laughs> And Dean looks like he's the, you know, math confusion meme. Of yeah. Life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do we, do we, do we disclose what fifth base means? Or, like, should everybody look it up themselves if they don't know? I think everyone well, should look it up themselves. Everyone should look it up on um, the episode uh, Supernatural Wiki page. <laughs> because... <laughs> The Do they it. actually say what Do it is? It? They, <laughs> say it, they say it in the best possible way. <laughs> it okay. is under the like... trivia and references page on various and sundry oh villains on Supernatural Wiki, and I cackled. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, I wanted to ask you guys. And I I think I know the answer, but I'm going to ask anyway. Please do. Um, is there something to Cass and Lucifer's jackets being the same color, basically? No. Well. 
answer. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Here's my thing. I noticed that too. And that when Jack has been pretending to be an FBI agent along with them, like in Tombstone, he wears a beige jacket and suit. Yeah. So I think it's meant to connect all three of them in this like dad's dad child relationship (laughs) (laughs) but this is like so interesting i don't know dude does casting like view lucifer as his brother in terms of like i feel like for most of castle's life lucifer was locked up so they didn't really have any kind of relationship and i don't know how involved like Angels of Cass's level were in whatever happens to Lucifer. So I don't even, I mean, also like it kind of feels like the Archangels are pretty removed from like regular angels. Like regular angels seem to be more tight than, and then the Arch- Archangels are like in another league entirely. So I feel like a brotherly relationship between like Gabriel and Lucifer was probably a lot more tight than between Cass and, you know, it's like Cass. Cass would view Lucifer as a cousin he despises, and yeah. she's like, <laughs> like at a family function every three years or something. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they do. We talked about them having like some like brotherly spat energy, but yeah, for the most part, Lucifer seems so separate. I mean, he is so separate from like other angels and stuff. But then in earlier seasons, Gabriel and Cass almost kind of had like a brother situation. <coughs> but I yeah. feel like that's just a Gabriel thing. Yeah, I feel like Gabriel is a lot more social than Lucifer. Is. Yeah. <laughs> well, and even like in the scenes with Raphael and Michael in like seasons four and five, like they weren't very brotherly either. So I think that's just a Gabriel thing. Um. And also the episode that I mentioned earlier, which I looked up what it was called, um, Abandon All Hope. Uh, it, when Cass and Lucifer meet for the first time on screen, I'm pretty damn sure that Cass calls him brother. Or, or yeah. maybe Lucifer calls Cass brother. One or the other. Yeah. Um. And but it's but it's kind of in a uh, Vulcan way. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. kind of like know? a mocking sort of way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, it's just yeah. It's so. Uh, I mean. I wish we knew more about how the relationship between angels just, like, I don't know, worked or whatever. I feel like there's a huge gap in my (laughs) knowledge and in writer's knowledge about that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they kind of just change depending on what the episode needs at that time. Yeah, but also, yep. like, it's it's especially, like, because Cass is not, like, a typical angel, right? I mean, he wouldn't be mean to Lucifer because that's, like, how angels are supposed to be because, like, Lucifer was cast out because 
Cass is smart enough to have his opinions. It's just that Lucifer sucks big time. Um, moving on, uh, I just, I just love the Sam Weena bonding over Lucifer trauma. Yeah, that was yeah. a good scene. The, well, aren't there a couple of them? There are. Yeah. Um, this is just the first one in that we kind of have... Sam volunteering to stay with Rowena unprompted uh, was very nice. And, like, watching it, there were a few things that Ruth was doing that almost felt like, is this a trap? Like, is she trying to distract him while she does something? Because she's, like, looking off to the side and stuff. But then it's really just them having this conversation and he's really getting through to her. Yeah, and then yeah. along with earlier her talking about Crowley and how upset she was that he was actually yeah. dead, which we it never really, really got to see before. It really got me that she said that I'd rather have a son I hate than a son who's dead. I was like, oof, that is a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 and yeah. I feel like. Her acting was amazing in this scene and just in, in all of this all of the episode because she just really managed really well to cap- capture this like powerful woman who tries to be you know like appear to be in control but who is literally scared shitless mm-hmm. you know you 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 like she she got all of that over to like o- to the audience I mean I I got that watching it and it's just like it's such a subtle things that are happening on the screen i just love i love ruthie just like mm-hmm. shout out to ruthie yes yeah she's amazing um and then the final thing i have to say about this episode if you guys have more go for it um is uh cass even though he knows it's not gonna work he stabs lucifer and says this is me learning from my mistakes yeah i love him (laughs) so much yeah (laughs) my note says cast stabbing lucifer so sexy and i said yes (laughs) (laughs) yes uh there was a yeah, there was this thing when they are uh, they are in hell's jail or or whatever it is where they wherever they are Lucifer and Cass and then the guy there calls Cass pretty boy and I just mm-hmm. love when they do that I was like <laughs> I'm so validated he is a pretty boy like yeah. for millennia old or something <laughs> but still a pretty boy yeah and then. I found the woman wo- woman at the store ogling Dean's ass so funny. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh yes. Vindication for Brenda. She got her revenge on the sisters and she got to look at Dean's ass. So yeah. good, good day for, for her. her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. 
should we move on to the next episode? Sure. All right. Um, I didn't have much for the first chunk of this episode um, until uh, Sister Joe is mentioned. And then I just wrote in big capital letters, Sister Joe! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She is such an interesting character. She is. Yeah, and I love that, like, I feel like it's a different sort of role for Danielle. Yeah, I haven't really seen her in much except that movie she was in with Jensen. Like, that's the only experience. Yeah, that's the only experience of her I have as an actress. So, yeah. Yeah. um, Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, And then I have... uh, when Dean and Cass are kind of catching up, um, Dean says, Cass, I'm sorry. All that time you were with Asmodeus, I should have known it wasn't you. And Cass says, no, he's a shapeshifter. Besides, I was the one who got myself captured. And Dean says, yeah, but if Sam and I knew you were new Oh, if Sam and I knew, you know, we would have. Okay. If Sam and I knew, (laughs) you know, we would have. And Cass says, yeah, I know you would have tried another long shot. I'm fine, Dean. Which is just a classic example of these two being self Deprecating. Pitying, deprecating uh, with each other. Look at them. They (laughs) both have issues. (laughs) Yeah, I I just love that. I mean, they always remind me of of this like old meme where there are two guys and presumably they are getting shot at and then they keep covering each other. (laughs) So so the bullet is hitting just one of them and the the other is protected. It's just like that's just STL. But, I mean, the, the quote you, you read is kind of even more important because before that, they have this thing where, where when, when Dean once again repeats and tells Cass that Cass has specifically told you not to do anything stupid. That exactly. Is, that is like the first interaction they have once they meet up again mm-hmm. uh, after Cass escapes. Um, and yeah, the, I, my, my fir- first ever note in this season, in this episode, was that Cass with abandoned buildings is such such a look. Oh, when yes. when he is in front of that building uh, where he stabs Lucifer, it's just like, I don't know, it just makes my brain go, It has you know? a vibe. It has a vibe, yeah. Yes. And yeah, just how, like, Cass is downplaying the situation and Dean just has the biggest, wettest eyes and is trying <laughs> to convince Cass that he would do anything for him. Yeah. In- including go up against a prince of hell on their own turf. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, but Cass is Cass like being like I mean uh, in jail or just like you know like there's like, something like very I don't know if it's like the Misha vibe if it's like Cass vibe as in like an angel who is like millennia's old but like I just love that whenever like somebody puts him in a cell or something he just sits there he just yeah. like you know he's chill about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? like same shit different prison <laughs> yeah you know like he's, he's just like you know I mean ten, time will pass I will will eventually get out I guess you know mm-hmm. it's like you I'll just life. wait here yeah I'll just wait here <laughs> well spotted but there's like this feeling of zen like you know it's just like I don't know just very cast because if it was Dean, he would have I don't know eaten through the wall by now. But again, <laughs> yeah. he's very chill. Yeah, like Lucifer is like a lion in a cage, passing back and forth, and can't sit down. And uh, yeah, yeah Z- uh, Zen Cass is just waiting yeah. for the right time. He has a lot of patience. This, yes. this, this is a good thing to have as a father. Congratulations, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess his post before all of this was to watch the world so he knows how to sit watch and wait. The world, yeah. yeah. Um, that, go ahead. Okay. Uh, I just have a little exchange that I love. Um, and I think all of Tumblr loves as well. Uh, Lucifer fed on this angel's grace, says Cass, uh, which means he's trying to restore his power. And if he does, Dean interrupts and says, we're boned. And Cass just looks at him and says, epically. (laughs) 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 Yeah, not just... That he says epically, he stares at Dean for, like, a long time before he says it. And then Dean immediately looks away. (laughs) Yes. He now understands what fifth base is. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. This makes me, this makes me, this reminds me of the cast below me thing, which is. This show, man, like, they aired that. <laughs> they wrote it and then got mad at us when we started shipping stuff. Insane. Another thing that I yep. found interesting was that Cass did not tell Sam and Dean about Mary being tortured. And I know that he yeah. and Lucifer had this whole thing where Cass was like, yeah, you are lying to me right now. But I genuinely do not believe that Cass really thought that Lucifer was lying. Yeah. So I think he he just, yeah, he knows that Mary is really being tortured, but he like omits or selects not to tell the brothers about that. Um, yeah. Which is which is like very on brand for Cass because he's yeah. just like you know concentrating on like finding a way to get there, um, and yeah. stop it instead of you know hurting them even more. Yeah. Um, I love 
when Lucifer and NIL uh, finally meet, um, Lucifer's like creeping up on her and being a total gross creeper. Um, and uh, he says, what? No eek? No spare me, master, dark master? No quaking in fear? And she, all she says is, should I quake? <laughs> and I was like, the balls on this woman. <laughs> yeah. She might as well have just like Z-snapped in his face. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> a little, like, just, yeah. She does not give a shit. <laughs> well, she must have known he was there the whole time because they can sense each other's like, Grace. Auras. And auras. So she's probably like, this fucking guy (laughs) tries to sneak up on me. I knew you were here this whole time. I love that she's so scandalized about when Lucifer tells her that he he just like killed a cupid two days ago or something and he's like she's like that's sloppy work like if you kill someone they'll know that we are here they'll track us down what were you thinking (laughs) yeah I I do we we talked about this a little bit before we started recording but I do hate that they stick Daniil with Pellegrino for yeah. so long. It's weird. And and in this episode especially, it's got this uncomfortable sexual vibe to it. Yeah. And it's just I I hate it. I hate it. I if it was if Lucifer was played by someone else. If it wasn't Pellegrino, I probably wouldn't care as much. I mean, but I, I just I, hate Pellegrino. I, I, uh, I mean, I would say that Danielle would have been delighted to have Misha play Lucifer. In the <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Accurate. Yeah, but like it's interesting. This whole, you know, like drinking gracing is interesting i don't know if we have seen it like in this form yet like obviously it is like you just drink all of it and then then the angel dies and it's over but like this you know like hit after hit is a new thing yeah yeah uh and yeah it's interesting i just i mean i've got the most insane idea right now what if like I don't know, Michael was possessing Dean and, like, drinking Cass's grace because I am insane like that. I like it, I like it. Yeah, Kate is nodding. I'm nodding ferociously, yes. Um... (laughs) I hate catch. Um... (laughs) (laughs) But, But I love... I love that when our our trio meets up with Ketch um, and they decide <laughs> to not work with him, um, <laughs> Cass just kind of like flips his blade and knocks him out. <laughs> that was a very sexy thing as well. It was yeah. so sexy! Yeah. <laughs> 
And then he starts by, like, he's doing his little angry squint at catch, and then he's just like, fuck the shit, flips his blade, <laughs> taps him and knocks him out in the smoothest action ever. Yeah. Just like, we love that for you. He does have a lot of patience, but only for the right people, okay? He can outlast Lucifer. He cannot stand catch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I, also, I also loved when, when Misha was being Asmodeus in this episode, and you know instantly when, like, you watch this scene and, like, two seconds in and you just know that this is not cast mm-hmm. yeah it was a lot of fun and I just genuinely really love Donatello I feel like he's such a great character yes. yeah it's just like yeah it's great. they're just like how are you doing and he's like oh same as always bewildered <laughs> <laughs> best prophet uh, um, there is one line from Anayal uh, that while she's with Lucifer that I want to talk about in the context sure. of something else, um, but we'll get to that. <laughs> um, she says, after the fall. When we lost our wings, I wasn't devastated. I was liberated. I was finally free. Yeah. And it just made me think, you know, how uh, a lot of people uh, debate about, you know, after season 15, um, would Cass have to come back from the empty as a human? And would he be okay with that? And I think that if he and NIL had, you know, become friends, become close, uh, Cass might hear this conversation from her. Um, and be interested in trying being human again. Yeah. It was because I didn't really remember the details of this episode. Uh, before, uh, right after this, uh, this talk with Lucifer, uh, when, she, when, when Sam lures her out and Cass is there and, and he's like, hello, and I yell. And I was like, for a moment, I really thought that he would like really, she would be really happy to see Cass because I thought like Cass would be kind of, kind of, you know, like this type of idol to her since technically he orchestrated the fall or it was his yeah. fault. It's usually like strong in a bad light, but for her, it was a good thing. Mm-hmm. So I thought she would be more appreciative of him. And I didn't really know where the episode was going because I, I had forgotten and I didn't know if she was going to stick with Lucifer or, or go on their, to their side. So, yeah, I don't know. I could have seen her, like, taking Cass's side easily. But another thing that was very interesting to me in this whole thing that Anayel says is that we learned that every time 
their grace depletes or they use their powers in any way, they are kind of becoming more and more human. And they are like, like momentarily or like for a bit feeling more emotions before it's like filled up again. And it's like such an interesting concept to like think about that and then think about like Cass healing Dean every time after a hunt or I don't know, but it's just like, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's like you, you, you make somebody feel better, but for that, you are actually now more affected emotionally than you were before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just like, it's a weird thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, I like how for angels, when they lose their grace, they become more human. But for demons, like with Crowley, when you inject human blood, you become more human. So like demons get added to and angels get taken away from. And humans are in the middle. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Um, why? <laughs> why lamp? No, it's too early. Why lamp is coming <laughs> later? Why did evil Colonel Sanders <laughs> take Donatello's chicken piece? <laughs> and didn't you- even eat it. Right? And he didn't even eat it. And it's just like, okay, <laughs> you're doing this on purpose now. You're so making he... this show into a joke. Okay, we were already there. Let's be fair. <laughs> and also, he's a bitch. <laughs> and they just wanted to keep up the Colonel Sanders vibes of him holding the but piece like, of chicken. <laughs> Asmodeus would totally work as like him, you know? Like a guy promoting KFC or something. Like, oh yeah, yeah. You know, he has the vibe. <laughs> also, yeah. in the, in his white suit, you don't change anything about him. He's just there, you know. No. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, okay, we're gonna go a new direction with KFC. We're going to make it like evil and sexy, and then they yeah. hire that guy to be that guy. <laughs> just stay the same. Yeah. It was so funny for a bit when they do like the voiceover when when we see Cass. I mean, Misha is on the screen and he starts talking like with this southern accent and Asmodeus's voice is there. And just like, it's, it was so trippy. Um, yeah. That's good stuff. I have a couple of uh, lines here that my comment is he's a comedian, actually. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. One of the trio, I don't remember which one of them says this, but uh, when Ketch shows up again uh, (laughs) and one of them asks, how did you get out of the trunk? And Ketch just says, I'm Ketch. (laughs) 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 It was just fun. Let me be like, fuck it. I don't... He's just that yeah. guy. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, I mean wh- why do the writers or this show give, like, make the worst characters unkillable? Like, Catch <laughs> and, like, Lucifer, like, literally nobody likes them. And they just won't bugger off. I don't know. It just... And then uh, the other line that I have here. Where Ketch is a comedian, actually, uh, is 
I'm the lesser of, well, at least three evils. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I hate that he is, like, he's kind of gaining points in my books in terms of, like, he he was this very rigid, very dumb character in terms of, like, you know, not interesting. But then they, like, sprinkled jokes and humor on, on him and now he is you know like more acceptable as as episodes pass so mm-hmm. yeah i'm not happy about it but i do love the actor he's hilarious and very nice oh yeah so. yes yeah um and then i have this comment here i really like duma for some reason it might just be because i'm attracted to her <laughs> but <laughs> good point <laughs> But I actually like her for some reason. Yeah. She at least has, and we get to meet her later more, but she has a little more personality. She's less of like an anonymous angel, like the ones that accompany her. Yeah. And she was also uh, previously played Robin in The Man Who Knew Too Much. Oh, right, 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 right. So she's yeah. she knows how the show works because she's been on the show before. <laughs> I feel she's like kind of like Na- Naomi, but like I feel like Naomi was uh, very in terms of like she didn't think she had any flaws, and she was like this one ruler, and she, everything she was doing was correct and the only way to be done, and. Duma is also kind of like that, but she has, like, a lot more questions, and she's not as secure about stuff, so it, like, leaves a lot of room for, I don't know, for her personality to come through, or it's, like, the thing is that both of Naomi and Duma both thought that they had, like, heaven's interests, you know, was this big thing that they were doing and um, everything for, but, like, Naomi had chosen the wrong way to go about it. And I feel Duma is doing the best she can be doing right now. Even, like, her choices are also problematic, but also, like, the circumstances she is in Mm -hmm. are also very problematic. So it's kind of, she's cornered in a way. Yeah. And Naomi thought she was cornered, and that's why she was brainwashing Cass, but that wasn't true. So, (laughs) you know, that's the difference. Yeah. yeah, and she, it's interesting, too, because they mention Naomi. Sister Joe, when talking to Lucifer, says, I saw how heaven was running and I knew how to fix it, but no one would listen to me. Not Michael, not Raphael, not Naomi. Yeah. And then that Amanda Tapping, who played Naomi, directed various yeah. sundry villains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shout, shout out to her. Yeah. I just I just really love NAL. I feel like she has brought a lot more perspective about angels just in general. Like Oh definitely. Revealed a lot uh, about them, yeah. 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 And then uh I have one final thing. Um just go along with me here. <laughs> um, so uh who else forgot that Gabriel showed up in this episode? Me. Everybody <laughs> raises their hands. 
was like, wait a minute! <laughs> yeah. And he looked so beaten up. <laughs> He's just so a, bloody. Yeah. He's just a poor yeah. little meow meow. <laughs> and here's where they finally introduce that the Archangel Blade is a thing. Yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. I love that, like, the more powerful weapons become the, the cooler they look or something. Like, it's just, like, all <laughs> yeah. this twisted, you know? Yeah. thingy. Yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. But, yeah, it just brings the question up, and I don't remember if they answer it in later episodes, I guess we'll find out, of whether or not other angels know that archangels can only be killed by an archangel blade. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, when Cass stabs Lucifer... Does he know that? I mean, obviously he knows that he doesn't die because he doesn't, like, explode and have his wings burnt into the ground. Uh, I do think they know because, for example, with Duma, Lucifer says that, yeah, what are you going to do? Stab me with an angel blade? It's not going to work. And she's like, we can try or we can do it repeatedly or like some kind of answer like that yeah so i feel like they know but since lucifer is kind of powered down they are hoping that it might be enough i don't know yeah yeah let's not forget also gabriel's supposed death was lucifer another archangel stabbing him with a regular angel blade yeah yeah and then everybody's True. like, he's dead. And even Lucifer was like, Gabriel's dead, and I know it for sure. <laughs> like, yeah, just, whatever. They knew, they did not know the show was going to go to 13 seasons at that point, but still, it just <laughs> makes me mad. Because <laughs> Michael is, uh, Michael on Earth 1 is still in the cage, and then I don't remember how Raphael died, or Raphael just got exploded. Raphael got exploded by Cass. Oh and yeah, just taken off the board. Yeah. So I guess that counts. And but like then they're God's like, yell. yeah. Oh God, we still have to meet Cass from the parallel universe. Oh God. Ah. <laughs> oh God. I and it's like really nobody liked that. <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody liked that. that. <laughs> I blurred that out of my memory. Oh my God. Yeah. Bad choices. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cho- choices were made. Yeah. Um, right. On this hopeful note. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Any trivia tidbits? Um, I have some trivia tidbits. I do want to throw out, if anybody needs a fan fiction prompt, uh, Dean thought he was talking to Cass every day. <laughs> so if you want to have a little phone call fic there you go oh my god just like imagine all the bullshit that Asmadeus could have told him because especially because he is aware about yeah. I mean yeah that he that, that like Cass is the best thing with which he can manipulate Dean and consequently yes. Sam so he kind of knows what's going on oh my god yeah. If Asmodeus was really evil, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. he would have said some things. Yeah, I just picture, like, a split screen of, like, Dean on his bed, like, kicking his feet up and being like, 
talking to Cass, and then as Matea is doing the same thing. They, they should have met up. They should have made us Madeus gay or whatever. <laughs> and they should have met up and like had sex in motels for like weeks. And then a real cast is released from this cell. And then have to go back oh to that. <laughs> yeah. So do with that what you will. <laughs> Just put that in the universe. <laughs> Uh, yeah, also that when we see Sister Joe and she's in that, like, community hall or wherever she is, uh, there is a backdrop up on that stage that is the backdrop from the supernatural musical in fan fiction. (laughs) They have, like, the painted backdrop and they have the little, like, direction signs that say... Lawrence, Kansas, and uh, I think they, it says Lebanon and Lawrence. I do um, know like, when they reuse wow. the song. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so in one of the trivia things, I think it was on Supernatural Wiki, people had noticed that, and then they were like, headcanon, she sold the rights, or like she got publishing rights, so now other community theaters are producing the <laughs> Supernatural <laughs> musical. That's right. <laughs> ah, that's amazing. So... Shout out to theater kids. Okay. Um, so. Next, next time. Um, next time we're talking about 1315 Good Intentions and 1316 Scooby Natural! Oh my god, yes! Yes, we have arrived, friends! <laughs> Incredible. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, yeah, and it'll be a great time. Um, and in the meantime, this has been Heller Radio. My name is Nora Rose. I am Sally. And I'm Kate. Our sound editing is by Josh. Music by Kalua. Give them hell, hellers. <laughs>